Welcome to the Ableton and Music Habits Podcast, episode 24. Welcome to the Ableton and Music Habits Podcast, actionable music production tips to take your music to the next level. And now, your host, Jason Timothy. So uh, today, we're going to get into, have you ever considered being the best in the world at what you do? So uh, let's get into this. Have you ever considered being the best in the world at what you do? Have you ever allowed yourself to kind of think on that particular level? Do you think that you need to sell out in order to be the best or be considered the best? Do you think it's arrogant to even think on this level? Most people that I run into that are music producers are pretty humble, but doesn't mean that they're not the best at what they do. Our goal is always to get to that peak level where no one is quite as good at doing what we do as what we do. I wanted to kind of take a different perspective on this best in the world uh, sort of scenario because there's a few things that we could agree on. First off is being the best doesn't necessarily mean that everyone thinks you're the best. Everyone's got their own opinion on what they think is the best and these can be uh, involve a lot of heated arguments or uh, you know debates or what have you on who's the best at what. And the only way you can fail at being the best at what you do is to try to be a second-rate version of what someone else is doing. When you embrace someone else's art more than you embrace your own, then you really take yourself out of the game because they've already carved that niche, right? They've already made that for themselves, and that's why they're considered the best at it. So, I mean, it's fine to have your influences, but try to consider what you're bringing to the table that's unique and really try to hone in on that, right? Think about it, you know, like a, a recipe, right? Um, we all take influences, right? So when you're, you're trying to prepare a recipe, uh, you're borrowing the ideas of a, a particular dish, right? And when you start, you're literally just copying that recipe so you can kind of get the basic idea. But then over time, you could fine tune it and add your own unique flair to it, your unique flavor, the, the thing that, that is your personality. And although this recipe might not be considered the best for everyone who likes, you know, let's say you're making spaghetti or what have you, you will be the best for a particular audience that has the same sort of tastes that you do, all right? And that's all you really need to worry about is finding those people. You're not trying to please everyone. You're trying to find what makes you unique and then you can find your audience of people who think you're the best at doing that, which is a lot less pressure than to try to be the best in the world overall. No, no one can really be the best in the world at everything where everyone agrees, but there's many particular artists that, that are the best at what they do and still don't really get their art. Consider someone like Aphex Twin, right? I'm sure when he first put out his music, a lot of people had a, a big problem connecting to it, right? It's, it was so different even though he had influences of other electronic music, you know, what he did was very specific and very unique, and um, in a lot of cases, very jarring in comparison to a lot of other artists. So he carved out this niche that um, no one could really touch him in that niche. You don't have to like what he does, but if you like that niche, you know that he's the best at what he is doing, right? So this is kind of the way you wanna look at your own art. You know, same thing with uh, Brian Eno. He wanted to create music that was meant to be played quietly, that had no beat and no real structure. 
right? Which seemed kind of like an impossible task for anyone to find uh, interesting at all. Unique maybe, but you know, most people didn't consider that you can make music like that and it'd be interesting. But you know, over time he proved, proved people wrong and he might not have been the very first person to make formless music, but he definitely capitalized on his own style of ambient music and is certainly considered the best at what he does. So this is more of the aim that you should consider going for uh, when you're creating your art, right? If you want to be, for example, the next Dead Mouse or something like that, you have to consider that Dead Mouse only became the best at what he did because he put his own spin to what was happening in electronic music. You know, and now he's got a pretty signature sound. People recognize his sound. You know, walking into any room, you know when when one of his songs is playing if you know the, the artist. That's something that makes him the best. So you're not going to be able to be the best at doing what he does. But if he's one of your favorite artists, you can use that as an influence, but figure out what you're bringing to the table, or maybe you're mixing it with a different influence to make it, uh, make it stand out, make it be your own. And the thing is, you want to you know, make sure that this is you. You don't just want to combine things that you don't necessarily love in order to try to create something that's different. You know? So becoming you is a little difficult, and that's why when we start, you know, we obviously are going to sound like the artists that we respect. But usually over time, you recognize the type of art you're making and the uniqueness of the art. Sometimes it's not very apparent to you right away, but after you've finished 15, 20, 30 or beyond songs, you start to, to find some cohesion in what you're doing that makes you unique. So sometimes you don't even have to attempt to be unique. The uniqueness will be shown to you by you continuing to do your art. As long as you're not trying to, like I said, copy another artist. Influence is one thing, but copying will only make you a second-rate version of someone else instead of the best version of yourself. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the podcast. Make sure to subscribe and share this with your friends. Any producers that you know out there that could use this sort of information, obviously that helps me greatly. It helps me build this channel. Also, don't forget that you can read my best-selling book, The Mental Game of Electronic Music Production, for free by going to musicsoftwaretraining.com forward slash the mental game. You'll also get my song recovery kit and my 101 Ableton Tips video totally free. If you'd like to connect with me more directly to see how I might be able to help you personally, you can schedule a free 15-minute session with me by going to musicsoftwaretraining.com forward slash application and answering a few quick questions. Happy music making, and I'll speak to you real soon.